A note to the listener, in this episode we had some uh, sound difficulties, so really the only thing that you're going to hear is uh, my voice, um, but I, I think um, I think the storyline is still in- intact, and I think uh, the episode will still make sense. Um, hopefully my voice is not that annoying to you. <laughs> Enjoy. The world is old and the powers are weary. The god at the door of night has fallen and the great enemy of the world has come back from the timeless void. The shadow has awakened the great evils to regain dominion over Ardar. Darkness shall cover the land if not with the deeds of a small fellowship of elf friends. Join the players of this Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they fulfill the events of the Dagor Daggeroth prophecy and strive with Morgoth on the plains of Valinor. Welcome to the Undying Lands in Part 3 of the Inglorian Bastards Trilogy, Trials of the Valor. Alright, so you guys you guys head back to Ilmarin. Uh, this is, uh, Ilmarin is the palace of the Valar. Actually, it's the palace of Manwe, who is the leader of the Valar. Manwe isn't here, presently, doesn't seem like. But there are eight Valar here. Uh, in addition, there's Ingve. Uh, Ingwe is the High King of the Vanyar Elves, also called the Spear Elves, and high, he's the High King of all the Elves, um, and he's kind of your, I described him as uh, your Virgil, right, uh, or Beatrice, right, from the Divine Comedy, he's like, a, he's kind of your tour guide, of, he explained what was going on with the Valar, Does someone want to tell Charlie what's going on with these Valar, and why they're not just kicking Morgoth's ass by themselves. Well, it has to do with the prophecy. Yeah, yeah, they've been away from the light for a long time. Um, um, but the, the so, uh, Charlie, something that would be really good for you to look at, um, if you look in lore, um, there is, um, there are several ones, Prophecy of Mondos, part one, part two, part three, and part four, uh, I don't know if you have part four yet. So uh, one through three, you might want to check out at some point. That that's going to describe what uh, what what's going to go on here in the trials, um, and I am going to share out one more thing. Uh, let's see, what was it? It was the under miscellaneous. It was the octogram of Ilmarin, um, and I I was just basing the next adventure. So this is kind of a choose your own adventure where you guys decide what trial you're going to do and win. But from what I got from you guys, you wanted to do the first, the, the two Silmaril trials first. I hope that's still the case, because that's what I prepared. <laughs> All right, um, before we go on this, though, can you guys tell me um, if you are able to recover the other Silmaril and and uh, rescue Arendil, the, remember the, the guy in the ship that was sailing across the sky? He was the, the guard at the door of night. He was uh, knocked out of the sky by Ancalagon the dragon. Uh, as well, the two Maiar that were carrying the sun and the moon were knocked out of the sky. Um, and so that's the trial of Vanya. Uh, that's the little, that's the one with the picture of the sun and the moon. Uh, so you've done the trial of Ulmo. Uh, you, you will go to the trial of Vanya. But what, what would you like to do after that? Um, and there are descriptions. <clears throat> well, if you have a question about one, I can tell you. Uh, or Ingwe would tell you about it. Um, so you ask Ingwe. Yeah. So there are there are two trees, obviously the silver uh, Telperion and the and the golden um, Laurelin. Um, 
and and he, and he says that you you could do either the trial of Vanya or the trial of Irmo. The trial of Vanya uh, will take you uh, to Metal Tarma, which is um, which is the highest point on the island of Numenor. And you remember Numenor was where the the Numenorians lived and was sunken under the water when they attacked the Valar. Um, there is there are rumors and, and sailors have been searching for the highest point of Numenor for for many years um, because they believed that Metal Tarma, the highest point, was still above the water. You also remember someone told you there's an item in Metal Tarma, so uh, yeah, it wasn't Burns axe, but yeah, Dramberleg, <coughs> um, which, which was the which was the axe of Tuar, Turin's Turin's cousin. Supposedly, they told they told you to seek out Queen Beruviel's uh, cats in Metal Tarma. Okay, so that's one possible one. So you could go to an island, a high point of an of an island, uh, and this would be this. These are your ancestors, uh, uh, Fair Deer. And the other the other possible one um, is the the trial of Irmo, and that would take you. He says to to the golden wood and you know that uh, as and you've traveled through the golden wood a lot of you and that's uh Lorien, where galadriel uh, and Celeborn used to live um to and your your goal there would be it's the only place in the world where the golden malorn trees still grow and your 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 goal there would be to re recover a, a, a golden malorn nut um to re to regrow laurelin so um, Tessero might have a, a, a pretty strong opinion about this because, because of his cloak. Um, it actually started taking on a particular color. Um, and I don't know if you took notes on what, 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 they told, what I told you, but maybe one of these trees would look, um, one, of, one of these tasks or trials would look more appealing to you to do sooner. Okay, so back to Lorien, back to Middle Earth. You haven't been there in 120 years. Both of you, or all of you, uh, Charlie. There, there's um, even though 120 years hasn't passed. There's some weird when you travel across the straight road. It's you can't just sail across the sea to get to Valinor. Only the only the elves can get to Valinor, and you either have to take a boat, which and time is all screwed up when you travel across the straight road, or you can t you, or you can take certain portals. The portal from from Ilmarin, however, there there is no like time discrepancy. So you can you can basically go to anywhere on the planet from Elmarin. All right. So so next time I will prepare the trial of Irmo. Now before we go on, I've prepared um, um, a couple of things. So we have to decide: a how ur how urgent is this? Do you need to take a rest? Uh, what kind of a rest? And 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 then you need to level quickly to uh, level seventeen. It will it will have a a definite so. It, Anything that you decide from this point on will have um, will affect sort of how many battles or how um, how powerful the battle is. So, so what do you guys know about this other trial? The trial of um, who is it? Which one are you doing? You're going to be doing the trial of Vanya. What do you remember about it? Uh, a long oh, a long dead dragon, and the reason that was uh, kind of uh, it was. Uh, not poetic justice, but like uh, it was definitely revenge, because Arendil was the one to slay Ancalagon originally, um, and so when Ancalagon was brought back by the shadow, 
the first target the first target was Arendio. and a, yeah whatever yeah whatever revenge you guys took a, a short rest which means uh charlie you take an hour to sort of like patch your wounds and um you guys can use you have so many hit dice now i think you have like um you know i don't know how many hit dice but you have a lot um and you just click your hit dice button um and you can you can get back that that number of hit points that you roll um so um the so when you guys get back um Ingwe is like uh, just mesmerized by the Silmaril, um, and you know it's it's been thousands of years since he's looked upon the light of the two trees that are trapped in the Silmaril, and uh, he he offers uh, to to take it down the mountain to Tyrion for you while you're on this next trial. And the other thing that you notice uh, while you're in the room is uh, you just finished the trial of Ulmo. And you actually see Ulmo like uh, like stretching and uh, moving around um, since you've completed his trial. Um, and um, he he actually steps out and uh, and he he uh, he would tell you um, he would he would actually start singing, believe it or not. And um, and he's he's whispering. He's like uh, he's he. He, you can tell he's translating, or or if he's not translating, you're actually able to understand what he's saying in this in the in Valerian, the language of the gods. Um, he's um, the, the the song is the is the lay of Narsilian, and uh, it's a song about the sun and the moon, um, and it's about um, it's about this uh, this male Maiar named Tilian, um, who was chosen to carry the moon across the sky and. And a, a beautiful Maiar uh, female named um, Aryan, and she was—you uh, know—hardly anyone could look upon Aryan. She was; uh, she just was this embodiment of flame, and she was chosen to to carry the um, the sun across the sky. And um, and it also speaks of the origin of the sun and the moon. Okay, and he also says that um, that Aryan was so beautiful that the the Tillian, the person carrying the moon, um, loved loved her and tried to get close to her, but was just burned by her radiance. Um, and um, and um, also the 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 Maiar um, Aonwe uh, loved fell in love with Aryan, uh, and uh, nothing ever came of this because you really couldn't get close very close to Aryan. Um, so she she gladly went to carry the sun sort of across the heavens because people really couldn't get close to her. In other tales, um, Tolkien had written had had scribbled other um, uh, tales that were obviously not included in the in the mythology about how Morgoth fell in love with Arian. Um, so uh, obviously Arian was very beautiful, and. Uh, and so that may or may not come into this tonight. But um, do you remember, for those of you that have been here, I, I, just, I just mentioned Aonwe. Does anyone, does anyone remember that name, Aonwe? He's in your lore cards too. This is going to seem all like, like, who the hell are you talking about? Until we actually do the trials, and then you're going to know these people. Right? You're going to feel a lot like what I'm saying now doesn't make a lot of sense, like you did at the beginning. But now you basically have the storyline, and as you meet these people and interact with them, you're going to know who they are. So Aonwe will become important. The, he, he led 
Aimway's people, the, the elf you're talking to right now, he led them into battle in the War of Wrath. That, sorry, that Aeonwe is said. So a, you, the reason you've heard Aeonwe's name before is he's mentioned in the prophecy. Tolkis, Aeonwe, and Turin are all mentioned in the prophecy as battling Morgoth in the final battle. Well, do you remember the, so the, the, the Valar up here, right? They're the highest, the gods. The Maiar, the Maiar served the Valar. And he, he Anwe was was a was a Maiar, right? So so Tolkis was probably the best fighter. He's a he's a Valar. He was, and he's also mentioned in the prophecy. But he was more of like a wrestler. Um, and Anwe used weapons and was like the best at sword fighting. But but he wasn't the most powerful because he was a Maiar. Okay, all right. So uh, so now you've got a little bit of background from Ulmo. This is the first time you guys are talking to a god. So that was pretty cool. All right, so is everybody at full hit points and ready to go? All right, um, so uh, uh, so Ingwe also says, you know, he has his hands out, um, and he says, I'm going to take, I'd be glad to take this Silmaril for you. Um, I know that um, Fenarfin would, you know, be very happy, the king of the, the Noldor, to uh, to have two of the Silmarils recovered, recovered and knowing that you're going for the third. So you're, you're speaking to your high king, MJ, the, the high king of all the elves. So uh, what's the call? Are you going to give him the, the summer? So he um, he's very protective of it. Not everybody can touch an, um, a summer, so he's a little trepidatious at first, and but he's uh, he's able to hold it without being burned. Um, and he he sort of takes off down the mountain toward, towards Tyrion. Um, and as you look into the portal that opens before you, you see the cold wastes of northern uh, Amman. So if we're looking at a map, I will share this with you. Um, let's see, Arda, no, let's do, let's look at Valinor, no. I'm trying to find the, the best. Oh, here, this is a good one. I don't think you, I've shared, shared this one to, with you before, but if, if you look at where you are in Oman, um, you're on the coast um, up on Tani Quetel. It's a, it looks like a white, spire like a white mountain um you're in a you're on the palace on the top of tani Quetel, which is the biggest mountain in the world um and uh, so far you've been to Tyrion, which is down in the valley sort of in the calakiria the pass of light um you've been in eldamar and alqualunde which is to the north on the coast you've been at the island of tol erisea you've been on that sort of the the reef of islands uh to the east of erisea where the Tower of Pearl is, you've been there. You are heading straight north um, to where it says, um, I think this is actually like uh, uh, in a different language, some of these names, but um, if you look all the way north, do you see where it says Oyomire? Uh, O-I-O-M-U-R-E. Um, and it's like frozen. The yeah, the frozen uh, wasteland up there. And then even farther north, um, Helkarakse. Um, Helkarakse is, um, was supposedly um, destroyed when Amman was broken off from the world. But there still, is, there still is ice there. It doesn't connect anywhere now, but there still is jagged ice. And it's, um, um, that is where the Noldor, after they killed a bunch of their kin uh trying to find the Silmarils that's where Feanor uh began to let his people 
back to Middle Earth to try to find the Silmarils. And uh, Galadriel actually made that trip. She's one that survived that trip. So she's very old, um, but it's like a barren wasteland where people die, uh, even even the immortal people. Um, and you are, it opens, and um, John, you would recognize Oyo uh, Mire as uh, not quite far north as uh, Helcaraxe, um, but there's there's not much there. But you, you think there's probably a reason the portal is taking you there. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.